Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. The volume. It's Jenkins and Jones presented by FanDuel. Football season is here and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. The app is safe, secure, and easy to use. FanDuel always has exclusive offers. When you win, you'll get paid fast. And FanDuel has lots of ways to like play the spread, money line, over-unders, team totals, player props, and so much more. Jump into the action at any time during the game with live betting. Combine multiple bets from the same game in a same-game parlay and try out Same Game Parlay Plus. Use promo code J&J, that's J-A-N-D-J, and download the FanDuel app today to make every moment more this football season. Disclaimer must be 21 and over in select states. Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG. Welcome to Jenkins and Jones on the Volume Podcast Network. It's Monday, October 3rd, and it's spooky season. Oh, baby. yeah. Congratulations to y'all. It's time for the spooky bitches thanks. like me to shine. That's spooky right. Thanks, thanks fucking, thanks bot humbug Scrooge over there. No, I'm, I'm going to throw a little ghost in my shit. I'm going to tap in, but you know. <laughs> I'm a leader, you know, the extras for y'all, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Garda as, always, as, a, <laughs> as always, Jenkins and Jones, hosted by my good friends, Dragonfly Joan. Dragonfly Joan. <laughs> the Dragonfly Joan. One Joan. A.K.A. Tyler. <laughs> hey, everybody, have a good Jethro Jenkins, A.K.A. John. What's up, Bubba's? And I'm Gardy B, A.K.A. Mike. And before we get going, 2000, 2008, 2022. When it comes to the economy, those are some scary years. Dot-com crash, housing crash, and the roller coaster we're going through right now. One thing is certain, it's a dangerous time to not know your numbers. But over 31,000 businesses have the confidence and clarity they need 
because they rely on NetSuite by Oracle, the number one cloud financial system. I run a small business, a nonprofit. NetSuite is great in helping us make sure we know what's going on. It's really helped us get organized uh, since we started using it. We appreciate it a lot. NetSuite gives you visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, and budgeting so you can manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need all in one place. So how do you prepare for uncertain times? The answer, NetSuite. NetSuite helps you identify rising costs, automate your business processes, and easily see where to save money. That's why 93% of customers say they've improved their visibility and control when they upgraded to NetSuite. So what are you waiting for right now? NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to netsuite.com slash J-N-J right now. That's netsuite.com slash J-A-N-D-J, netsuite.com slash J-N-J. All right, fellas. I think there's only really one thing to talk about. I honestly feel like we could spend the entire episode talking about this fishing scandal. (laughs) Have y'all got any extra information on that, or do we just have that one video? I've watched a lot of videos. Uh, okay, there's more videos? Did you, is, is there anything written? Well, first of all, let's explain this for people who did not spend all of Saturday on Twitter, which congratulations to them. <laughs> what a life. Congrats <laughs> to y'all. <laughs> Out here living. What, Damn. <laughs> what a life. Congrats to the Rockefellers who didn't spend all Saturday on Twitter. What's funny is you had the whole day to yourself when you still spent it on Twitter. <laughs> I wasn't on Twitter the whole day, just like, I don't know, maybe an hour or something. My screen time was low yesterday. Oh, okay. you know? congratulations to but you, too. You, you are right. I do. Uh, I am home alone. I get to use all the, the really good curse words on this episode, so that'll be... <laughs> That'll be exciting. Uh, like nigger. <laughs> Come on. Man. I'm sorry. <laughs> this right. is the episode where Jenkins and Jones reveals that the only thing keeping me from being a flaming racist is not my friendship with you or general children. sense of how to be a good children. person. It's just that I didn't want my children to hear. Yeah. <laughs> The only racist who doesn't want their children, their children to be influenced by their racism to ever exist. <laughs> this stops with me. I'm the end of the line. Never miss their racism as that happened. That's like my alcoholic dad not letting me drink. Like, I'm taking this curse to the grave. Respect it. Shit. Respect it. Oh, shit. That's great. Uh, Char will be really happy to hear that you guys made those jokes. That's great. I don't see um, me on your head. <laughs> <laughs> that Char is a. Well, I should probably. I'll keep that private. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Moving on. Um, so a video uh, hit Twitter uh, yesterday, Saturday, of scandal at what I assume was a pretty prestigious fishing contest that a guy, Jack. Jake, fucking Jake. Jake, excuse me, Jake. Jake that motherfucker. Motherfucker is what everybody else was calling him. <laughs> Shit, they was on his head, but go ahead. He was catching fish and putting literal lead weights like they looked like they'd been hand smelted. Like these big streamlined for, and for, fish. For, base, for, for bass bellies, right? They look like fish. Right. Like the only purpose those lead weights serve is to weigh down fish illegally in competitive fishing. 
And he was putting fish in the fish. Like he, like the most creative way to fucking cheat is ridiculous. So they caught eight of these fish and they were, he and his crew were literally just stuffing these lead weights and yes, actual fish fillet. Fucking just cuts of other fish into the fish. Someone called him out on it. And the video is the, I mean, we all retweeted it. It's, I sent it to y'all. It's the most astounding thing I've ever seen. You never see it. This is like a movie. It's like a fucking Will Ferrell movie. Like, they call him out, and then they start cutting the fish open and pulling these big-ass weights out. Dog. What, what killed me was, was how motherfuckers wanted that man to go to jail. There were cries for people to call the cops from the crowd. And, and someone on Twitter said, why are you talking about calling the cops like it ain't 15 of the motherfuckers there already? <laughs> he, he probably is one. Dude. I know it's like cops. Hell, like all duty cops said that shit, bro. You don't need to call nobody. <laughs> Well, I saw, I saw, I saw you, you, you retweeted someone who said white people are astounding. They talk about calling the cops 14 seconds into this video. <laughs> Some cop calling motherfuckers. The cops are their besties, bro. But I mean, like, I'm, I, 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 usually I'm like, you know, anti, like, shut the fuck up. But when this one, I mean, what, he's won a, hundreds of thousands of dollars, you know, like over the past couple years. Bro, and if I'm competing in that motherfucking shit, you, you want a boat? You got all this goddamn money? You cheating, motherfucker? I was like, damn, call the cops on that nigga. Where's your crap? I would have wanted that boat. <laughs> right, right. Dog, did you hear the one dude? Did you hear the one dude who was like, Jake, get your all that shit to me, bro. You're cheating. Like, this man was cheating and talking shit. He was shit. hurt. He was hurt. He was hurt. <laughs> you were cheating the whole time. Yeah, I, I don't know. I like. I feel like if you if you're gonna be a cheater, you at least gotta be like a smug cheater. You can't be talking shit to the people you've been cheating against, dog. Like that. That is an extreme violation. Oh no, that's me and Uno. I'll be looking at your cars and I'll talk shit after I get y'all after. <laughs> Anybody can get it. No, but it was his face after he got caught. Like the just the. He literally was speechless. He, he didn't it. even fucking breathe for like a minute and a half. It seemed like that motherfucker was like, well, it's over, guys. <laughs> it's, it's been a good run. Can never show my, my face this side of town again. <laughs> I would have been halfway back to the holler. As soon as they started cutting that fucking fish open, I'm in my truck with, in fucking gear five. See you later, bro. <laughs> they wanted to tar and feather that nigga, okay? I thought he was black the way they was talking to him. <laughs> I was like, dog, it got, I was like, this can't be the Jake. They talking to him. They talking to him like he's a nigger, bro. They did him bad. Fucking Jake, man. Fucking Jake, bro. I'm like, where Jake at? This who they talking to like that? It was pure hatred, bro. I ain't seen white people that mad in a long time, dog. Dog. Since January 6th. That shit made me realize that you need to leave. I feel like that is a two Americas comment. I feel like only white people say that. I don't think I've ever heard black people say, we say you got to get the fuck out or some shit like that, right? We, we don't do that. You need to leave shit. <laughs> I feel like I'm only, that video made me realize I've only ever heard white people say that, dog. The thing is, too, like, them, at that point, somebody would have got jumped if that was some nigga shit. <laughs> like, they were so mad, he would have got jumped, like, six degrees of heat lower. You know what I mean? Like, but because I, I would have been left at that point. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was, I just, it was, it was, the, the level of anger and no violence was wild to me. 
You know what I mean? I mean, have you ever been around a fucking dice game where someone got accused of using fucking weighted dice? Like, Bro. you know what I mean? Like that, like, like whenever Bro. you're watching a Western and someone calls someone a cheater and they all push their chairs back, I'm always like, that's the most realistic shit ever. <laughs> you, like, you, someone would get jumped over the accusation that someone's cheating, much less they start cutting the fucking dice open and lead pellets are falling out. What's wild is... I would have, like, like, most people would have fought for how they was talking to that nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, the person that was cheating might have swung, because, like, right. I'm a cheat, but you ain't going to talk to me that way, nigga. You feel me? It was a It was such a confusing situation to me. It was wild, G. I want more information, though. I want to know how much money he won, how many years he was winning. I, you know, I've, like, I've, were they, were, I've, like, I've were, done some research. Were there accusations about this prior to this? Like, what so, made them actually cut it open this time? The accused team is Chase Kaminsky and uh, Jake Runyon, okay, of uh, fucking Hermitage, Pennsylvania, and Cleveland, by the way. So All of that I, I'm, adds I'm, up I'm, to cheating to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kaminsky, Runyon, Hermitage. They've won over $500,000 in earnings, and the boat that they were fishing in was won at a fishing contest. God damn. Dirty money all over Wait, that motherfucker. So, so was it this? They won it all over in this com competition? No, no, no. This multiple? was like they were the, okay. they were the team. They were the whatever this loot, whatever the. I'm NFL saying it was different locations is. though. Different yes, it was different they locations, won. Okay. and they they won over five hundred thousand dollars for being the team of the year last year, um, which is fucking crazy. So I mean, this really is like some. I mean, that's fucking. Like, they probably will end up in jail. You know that's what I mean? That's saying. actual, like, that's you get into six money. figures, that's, that's grand theft. <laughs> big federal money, dog. You know what I'm saying? What's, what's, what's odd is, like, it seems so stupid. Like, Tyler pointed out, like, these motherfuckers knew what type of filet they threw in the fucking fish. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, like, you don't think they could kind of look at a fish and kind of eyeball? Like, this fish is so-and-so many pounds more than it should be. That don't make no goddamn sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, so, it, 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 I mean, that, that was a, I wonder if this is someone a tweeted that. It, it makes someone no tweeted sense. like, you know, that's how this happened was someone was just looking at the fish like that ain't no goddamn 32 pounder. <laughs> Cut it open, motherfucker. 28 pounder long as the day is long there, buddy. <laughs> I be goddamn that's a 28 pounder. <laughs> you know? I seen one of them yesterday. Ain't no goddamn way, bro. That You can look at that shit and see like, bro, that, how many weight he put. A fillet, fillet, and two weights in one of them. Bro, the fish probably weighed twice as much as it looked like it weighed. Bro. You know what I'm saying? That this motherfucker was on. He probably on some coke, too. Maybe that's a coke habit. There's, this this chick goes deep, dog. There's got to be something there more than that. Because that, that's a, it was blatantly lying to my country ass. It ain't even fishing like that. You feel me? I can't believe I just they, think I, I can't believe they put fish fillets in that motherfucker. They put more fish in the <laughs> fish, though. That's exactly what I was about to say. At some point, stuffing the fish into the fish, you have to have a moment of clarity. I want right? to know where the fuck they got the flavor from. Like, was there a little fucking runt that they, that, that wasn't going to make the way in that they just fucking butchered up and then threw that motherfucker in? Like, this is some borderline psycho shit we're, we're fucking delving into now, dog. That's what I'm saying. Some drugs had to be involved. It got to be something wild going on here. He, made, he, had, he had to owe somebody some money, a gambling debt, something for him to think to, like, yo, I'm going to put some fish in the fish. Like you, that's a that's a, that's wild, G. That's wild. 
Well, it looked like, I mean, if you think about it too, like trying to shove that much meat inside of an animal's mouth, like it looked like they had oiled it up too in order to get it in there. Like it had, it looked like all of it, you know what I mean? It had that kind of shine on it. (laughs) They had a whole fucking system, bro. They've been doing this shit for a while. And like you said, what, like those, those lead pellets, I mean, that's like in the, you know, like a New Yorker cartoon about Lance Armstrong or something where he's opening a jar with steroids on it. You know what I mean? It's just like, what Like where, what else are those for, bro? They were barely spears. Like, you know what I mean? Like, did he make them himself? It looks you know, hand like, where do you buy those? That's what I'm saying. Right, yeah, it right, wasn't even right. even. I, I, You know, of all the sports to cheat at, I mean, we've, we've had chess and fishing cheating accusations in the last couple of weeks, and I guess if, you know... I guess if you could steal a half a million dollars, people would, you know, it doesn't matter what the event is. People are going to try and steal a half a million dollars. But fishing to me is like, I don't fish. But isn't the whole point of it that it's like fun yeah, it's, and it is, it is founded on yeah. good vibes. I feel like cheating. I'm, I'm, I don't give a fuck about cheating, dude. But I see why fishermen are upset here. Because the foundation of fishing is good vibes and chilling and relaxing. And for you to cheat just shits on the whole spirit of the whole shit, bro. Makes complete there was sense definitely, to me too. Yeah, Go there ahead. was definitely a, like you embarrassed us in front of company vibe to the outrage. You know what I mean? That was just like fishing is better than this. God damn it. Like <laughs> this is the one like place where you shouldn't have to worry about this shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. That's what I, that's what they felt. But like I, I yeah, it's like cheating at cornhole or something. It's like I guess. Like nigga, but, we like, drunk. Why? We don't even right. care who wins. <laughs> why are you cheating? You know what I mean? Like I mean, I understand, like, I don't know. Like I said, you have a million, a, a big-ass boat involved. You know, somebody going, you know, somebody might kind of figure a way. But, yeah, like, the whole spirit of that, like, you go out and fish with somebody, bro. Like, if I go fishing with you, like, nigga, we, we more family than family. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, we going to sit out there for hours and not say shit and just fucking post up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we'll say a word every 14 minutes maybe. You know what I mean? Like, it's a, it's a real spiritual experience. Like, I'm sharing something really close to me with you. So, like, yeah, that's, that's like you said, the whole spirit of is fucked up. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. They was mad. Like, damn, fishing? You going to ruin that? God damn. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shit. This is the last Maybe. thing we have left. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's the last thing they haven't gotten to. They haven't got. I was gonna go there, but I said <clears throat> nigger twice already. In the pod. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna say that for the next one. <laughs> I've already um, passed my quota. You know. What I mean? Maybe they did it because they were bored. You know what I mean? Maybe it was just what you said. Maybe they just don't like each other that much, and they just needed something to do. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's a gambling bet, bro, or it's just cocaine involved. Maybe even something worse, bro. The way he was sitting there, like he was so quiet. There's something else going on. Like I'm not gonna be able to pace Jorge back or whatever the fuck. Like somebody, somebody gonna be on this motherfucking head. You know what I'm saying? One of your cousins gonna be on top, on his head top soon. Mike Jeezy, Garnabusio, you feel me? Hey, shit, bro. That that's how it, they had that feeling to me, bro. It's deeper than this. It's deeper than fish. You know what I'm saying? Well, salute to them. And if you haven't seen the video, you have to watch it. It's the, it is truly one of the most like unique things I've seen on the internet. Like that felt like some 2006 internet shit when people were like, you know, like when white people first got on Twitter and it was like, black people, what? Like, they like they didn't know what hit him. It felt like that. I was like, I didn't even know this world existed. I didn't know there was half a million dollar fishing prizes. Yeah, like I didn't know shit. people were fucking 
<laughs> that shit was crazy, bro. Hey, I remember when motherfuckers were still watching TV and shit. Them little Bass Pro uh, competitions was kind of fire to watch. I used to be tapped all the way in, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I know I know it gets real competitive and they take it real seriously, but it seems like you know it's a it's a gentleman sport. And that's not gentleman behavior. You know what I mean? That's not gentlemanly how he was sticking fucking old cannons into the fucking dog. The big ass pellets, dog. Bro, you could work out with them shits. They at least like eight pounds, motherfucker. They doubled the weight of the fish. Fish don't even weigh the weight of them fucking pellets. You know what I mean? Like, he has lost his fucking mind. I'm saying this. It came from a very desperate place. You said he's stuffing those fucking fish like he's preparing to battle the fucking well, British, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Tuck a little gunpowder in there. This bro. is the fishing version of a potato gun. Dog, like. that man, there was a lot of desperation that came out with, with, with what he was doing, dog. I'm telling you. We gonna you that little out. broom handle, you know? Tap, 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 tap. Bro, when you are bringing pre-cut fish fillets, if there was olive oil on that, he already had cut the motherfuckers. Planned on cheating from jump, nigga. He didn't give himself a fucking chance to compete fairly. You know what I mean? He knew what time it was. Crazy. Oh, man. I So... Uh, all right, we got to move on. I could literally talk about this shit for an hour. Do we have it's, to? It's the, yeah, yeah. Because well, because okay. I want to talk about this next shit too. I want to talk about. Look, we're not pocket watchers. All three of us are. We celebrate people. Oh God. You know, having good things happen for them that they don't deserve to happen for them. Like whatever, whatever, whatever. But this motherfucker, uh, Rocky, the Nuggets mascot, Bleacher Report said yesterday is making. Six hundred twenty-five thousand dollars, ten times the average mascot salary in the NBA. Wow, that nigga got a black card, dog. <laughs> got a his credit card. <laughs> That's a rich motherfucker. Probably got an Audi dog. and all types of shit, dog. Right, right. <laughs> Making rapper money, nigga. Pulling up God an damn, Audi right. Shit. <laughs> you ever heard of Rocky? <laughs> Shit, Rocky famous as a motherfucker, dog. Shit. No, I, I, I told y'all my dirty, and, and I was half choking Lee saying it, but I have way believe it too. Remember when he got fucking hoisted down and he was unconscious that one time? I feel like this salary yeah. might have been part of that settlement, dog. I mean, because there's no other rational explanation for for this motherfucker to make six hundred thousand. God damn. I, one thing I think it highlights is the fact that they don't make enough money, though. Them motherfuckers doing all them backflips, you know what I'm saying? Could bust their ass like Rocky did prior. And they getting 60K on average? You know, that, se- that season is long as fuck. 82 games, you, you play what, 40 of them, and your ass is fucking sweating hot. Riding motorcycles and shit. <laughs> nigga, you're, a, you're an entertainer. <laughs> riding riding motorcycles. Motorcycle. You gotta get three different types of licenses to be a mascot. <laughs> you feel me? Like, all, all, you got all that damn talent. You, you can do a backflip and ride a motorcycle, nigga, like, bro, dunking and shit. Bro, you gotta have a whole bunch of talents, and you get 60K? Motherfucker, that's some bullshit, bro. They need more. I think he is closer to adequately paid than these other people that are getting the 60K. Mm-hmm. I mean, 6,000, that's a lot of money, man. At least, at least give him 150. You know what I'm saying? Like, they should be at least making like 150, right? Am I tripping? Yeah. Well, so what, this is the, the NBA. Throw, I, 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 Them billionaires I, 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 I got bread. But I will say, I mean, you know, depending on how much they're doing outside of the fucking games, like, you, you have 41 games to $60,000 for 40 days work a year. Like, all the appearances I'll and shit, you go going to fucking elementary schools and shit, talking to just, kids, well, and events. That, so the other thing was, and actually, if you want to talk about who's really underpaid, the fucking NBA cheerleaders, the average salary is $30,000. 
$30,000. The only way they can make more, like you said, doing more appearances and shit like that. You know what I mean? But it's just like... And the practice yeah, they, they, they go through are crazy, bro. Like, they're long, tiring shits, bro. Like, you know, that shit is... My, out when college, I dated a woman that uh, was like a, a, a cheerleader for the MBDL team, and the practices were crazy. Like I'm like, damn, gee, like, and you getting paid next to nothing. Like, yeah, that's, that's wild. We we have a couple uh, girls that we knew uh, who we covered in high school and other sports who became NFL cheerleaders, and the shit they told us is just like, they don't make any money. It's all off at 10.99. You know what I mean? Like, they, they don't really have any kind of benefits or insurance other than if they get hurt while they're doing shit. And, and she said, yeah, it's like that for all cheerleaders. Like, no one's on staff. Only the person who teaches the cheerleaders is on staff. You know what I she mean? She doesn't cheer. She's not cheering, right? She's just, no, she's just coach, like a right? she's Right, exactly. So, yeah, it's just crazy. But $625,000 to be a mascot, bro? Because he's tucking his fucking rocky head in the back of a fucking Porsche or whatever the fuck. Right. <laughs> I mean, 600000 bro, I do a whole bunch for 600000 <laughs> You feel me? I do something real strange, too. But anyway. No, nah, but yeah, right. like, yeah, but when it comes to, like, the cheerleaders, too, they get swapped out quick, too. Like, there's no real. Oh, yeah. It's just, it's, it's, it's fucked up. But, yeah, that's it. Well, salute to Rocky, I guess, from Jenkins and Jones. Yeah, I ain't I mean, mad at it. I ain't mad at it. I'm, 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 I'm a little mad about it. Six hundred twenty-five dollars. Let the man make know. his bread. He's doing backflips right. and shit. I can't do nan, none of, nothing he's doing out there, bro. I'm hating a little bit. I'm five percent hating. I mean, but also it's hot in the motherfucking shit. She, you know, what I mean, he's in that arena dancing for that. That shit. Yeah. I don't know, bro. I, I, I honestly, that would be even for six hundred thousand dollars, bro. It would be I would do I would do it, but it'd be hard to get up and go do that motherfucker. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I do not have the I do not have the want or desire to be entertaining people like that. There's you know no I mean? funnier image than someone wearily putting on a mascot head. <laughs> Bro. You know what I mean? Could you <sighs> imagine you, Mike? You got the whole body. Here we go. You walking right in, bink. <laughs> and now you rocky. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You get paid really well, but damn. Kids are going to be punching you in your nuts and shit. I think Tyler's right. I think he gets paid the $60,000 everyone else gets paid, plus $500,000 of a very intense, uh, you know, silence clause about. There's no other explanation here, though. Um, okay, uh, we did our uh, media day uh, grab bag on the last episode. Preseason's uh, getting cranked up, but uh, we did have a, a number of people tweeted us that we, we did miss one topic, and I apologize to you guys for missing this on the grab bag. But many people would like uh, a, a, an analysis of Jimmy Butler's hair. He just fucking around. He has said as much. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so, I mean... I guess you got to respect it. You know what I'm saying? He, he, he ain't taking himself serious. He ain't, it ain't like he pulled the Yo Gotti where he just grew a beard like in one day and shit. Like, he was like, yeah, that's some <laughs> bullshit. But, you know, I'm just having some fun with it. So, I think Yo Gotti kind of was almost like this some bullshit too. But what the fuck you going to do about yeah. it? I'm Yo Gotti, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Who going to say something about it? But uh, I, I, I love it, actually, bro. It's fun. It's fun, bro. It's really weird. But he has the confidence to pull it off. There's no way in hell. I could go out there on, on, in front of on, in camera and be like, "These aren't extensions. What the fuck are you talking about?" Even jokingly, <laughs> I'm not. I don't have the confidence for that. I love that he's out there doing it. So yeah, I think it's fun as hell, bro. I'm, I, I, I hope he plays in it. I love to see them tricks. <laughs> Maybe we even get a Bron moment when one flies out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> These are not extensions. <laughs> Still lying to the people. Come on, man. Let's go further. <laughs> Fucking putting lead pellets in his fucking hair and shit, you know. Bron shit really peeled back. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and the nigga still want to act like he ain't ball. Bro, we saw it. <laughs> Jeez. Anthony Davis, pull your, pull your head back down. <laughs> pull your hair back down. Right. <laughs> Shit. The roof is missing, nigga. God damn. Every hero needs an Achilles heel. It's the one thing for Brian. He has, I mean, like, literally, like, what else could you do to improve his life except make him grow hair naturally? I'd take it's it. It's just man. that. I'd take it. I'd take it. Oh, yeah, that's, sure. a, that's a hell of a deal, Bubba. But it's not a deal he's willing to take. He wants a hair, too. <laughs> I guess when you have everything, it's really, that little small thing you don't have is like, what the fuck, bro? You know what I mean? That's what you fuels s- greatness. Okay. The fuel. That's what fuels the greatness. <laughs> Not Refusing willing to, to give up. That's how I got to where he is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, all right. Uh, I want to talk. I want to talk about uh, fucking Tyler tweeted the video of uh, Giannis talking about his retirement plans yesterday. Uh, that was great. And then uh, Evan Turner responded today and said he likes the attention too much for that. <laughs> Bro, I, I saw that comment. I was like, this is how you know Giannis is the best in the league right now. Like, when, you, when you've got – he's already got retired opponents talking shit. He's the best in the league. You know what I'm saying? That was some irrational, out-of-nowhere shit from a former opponent who's retired on a fucking Saturday night in the Twitter comments. I was like, this is some Bron shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? This is the same shit Bron would do for, like, you know, 15 years. I was like, Giannis has arrived now. What did he say? What did what did what did, what did Giannis he said say? he likes? Oh, what did Giannis say? Giannis said that uh, his retirement plan is that you know he'd been on a vacation where no one knew who he was and he really enjoyed it, and that his plan when he retires is to just disappear. He said like Tim Duncan. Where is Tim Duncan? He's on like, the Spurs bench, by the way, Giannis. But right, <laughs> but yeah. we get the sentiment. We get it. <laughs> And he's, but the thing is, he should know where Tim Duncan is. Like, he plays the Spurs a couple times a year, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, Tim but, just uh, be coaching and, yeah. and going home, bro. Like, he's chilling. <laughs> right, in big it. ass pants, bro. Fuck it. You know what I mean? I, but I, my, uh, my home, was a, I forget exactly who saw Giannis, but they were at the airport, LAX. Giannis was going, like, going through check with his, with his family and his wife, going through, like, getting checked like he wasn't Giannis, like, going through security. Mm-hmm. Like it, like regular going through security, dog. Wow. Like not through the back or like tarmac, none of that shit. Like Giannis right. Antetokounmpo walked through the front of the fucking airport. <laughs> I, I, what's weird? I think Giannis doesn't know he's Giannis, though. You know what I'm saying? Maybe going on that vacation by himself, like, oh wow, this is what it is to be normal. Like you know what I'm saying? Like or whatever. Maybe he didn't realize he wasn't normal. I don't know. Well, he I don't definitely know, shouldn't be risking a fucking neck or back injury by bending his body into a 45-degree angle to fit through the security scanners at fucking LAX. I'll Bro. say that. Uh, <laughs> I, th- I think part of it, I mean, um, you know, he, he's talked about it a little bit, and, and um, it was in the, his biography a little bit as well. Like, just because of the way he grew up, he just doesn't like, like, spending extra money on anything seems sort of like a, like sacrilegious to him. You know what I mean? So... They were talking about that, like, he really does still, like, still, someone made the joke, it was like, you know, that thing went viral about him bringing water bottles home, but he still does that. He still does that now. <laughs> I remember there was a, a video, Oprah asked Will Smith, like, where would he have to be to be, uh, like, comfortable? And it was, like, some insane amount of money. He was already worth, like, 200 mil, and he was, like, wasn't moving. Like, but he said, like, because he grew up, he's like, he, he just never wants to go back to not having shit. Bro, like, so, like, he just, it, it, it's a, I don't know, bro. So, as much as he's worth, 
some things are hard to let go, man. You don't forget certain memories. You feel me? So it makes sense. I was just thinking about that. I mean, Shar and I, this is the the going from broke boy to lower middle class equivalent. It took me a long time to stop buying the 99 cent shampoo. You know what I mean? I was buying the 99 cent shampoo for much longer, purely out of a like, why would I waste money on shampoo that doesn't smell like gasoline? You know? (laughs) I still be doing Damn, bro. Hey, that little weak ass, like suave coconut shampoo. Hey, that's good money, dog. I, I stand by That's that. That's what it was, bro. I got off it. But there's two levels of suave. It's the 99 cent one and the 299 one. And it took me till <laughs> I, like my late 20s to buy the 299 one. <laughs> bro, I was cutting. And I I'll was... still put water in it and shake it up. You know what I mean? When it Damn. empty. No, I, I, mean, I, just, no, I, I, I was cutting lotion bottles open to about probably 36. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, nah, man, man. There's still some more in this motherfucker. I'm, I'm certain. You know what I mean? Cutting the driving a, open. Driving a very nice car, doing anything that you felt like, being able to afford doing anything you felt like doing, but the certain habits that you built in, you know what I mean? It's like we talked about this with, with the speed that you eat at, right? Mm-hmm. If you grew up with siblings and in a house that didn't have enough food, I still, I still have to like, I, I try and do, because it's a health thing. You eat your food fast, you eat way more food than you need to. I, try, I still have to like. Breathe in through your nose. Breathe out through your nose. Put the fork you down. Don't need, These are you don't hard need to elbow to, your children aside yeah. to eat all of the sides. Like. <laughs> so you can get seconds. There's enough. <laughs> right. There's enough. Or maybe you just don't need seconds. Take your time. You eat slow. Your body will tell your stomach, right. tell your brain that, you know what I'm saying, that yeah, you're full. There is something to that uh, Will Smith, Braun, and his hair thing, though. You know what I mean? That I, Giannis seems more able to appreciate... Uh, how far he's come i feel like um but there is something to that and and we've discussed this on the show where like if you're brawn and you're sane you quit like 10 years ago right you know you're like oh I'm, i got enough money i'm set for life everything's good like it the only people who reach it's the same thing with actors if i made four or five million dollars acting like okay cool i'm not getting up at fucking 6 a.m to do stunt work or something like that anymore you know what i mean but like the people who make it to the tops of those professions are the people who get what most people would consider to be a ludicrous amount of success and are like, I need more money. Like, <laughs> I know, or I need more acclaim. You know what I mean? Or I need to accomplish more. Like, the, it, it's like Will Smith should have quit acting fucking forever ago. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Honestly, like, I would have got one big movie and y'all never heard of a nigga again. You know what, what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. But, like, no, with, with Brian, I think if, if basketball is different to me because, like, Acting like you have to like sacrifice a certain amount of time and all like I mean as far as like that's true of basketball too your though bo- yeah but you change you're changing your body in ways you wouldn't change like gaining losing weight like that's some that's some wild shit like you know but with basketball like I don't know for me as somebody that played for a while like I loved it so I see why you want to keep playing but I think the thing with like Giannis is like like you know Brian and 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 and, and uh, Will Smith are like the people that are like Will Smith straight out said that you won't outwork me, you know. Right, if right, we right, both right, get on the right. treadmill, I'll die before I start before you. Like, and I believe he actually kind of like you know moves in that way. And Brian's the same type of dude. Fucking Giannis just works. You hear about the shit Giannis does. Giannis don't ever talk about it. You know what I mean? He just I think he just has a straight up joy for the game and just goes and fucking works hard because he likes it, not because he's trying to outwork anybody he's just he just loves playing basketball right so i think that's why there's i think that's why they kind of pro, it, it just feels different with them like i think like there's goals that fucking Braun and, and and will smith have today you know Giannis has goals but i think like 
Giannis is just good because he likes playing basketball and just works hard because he enjoys playing basketball. You know, he's the best player in the world because he likes the game, not because he ever really wanted to be the best player in the world. He might have some goals now, like, I want another chip and all that shit. But for the most part, it seems very healthy in how he approaches shit, unlike, you know, uh, a lot of people that are great where they're, you know, they, they, they wanted to be that from day one. I wanted to be, I'm tired of being number, like, I, Rock's my favorite Instagrammer. You know what I'm saying? I love his page. But it's weird. I know that's odd. It's maybe shocking. But, like, I love The Rock's Instagram. But he'll say that, are you not tired of being number two? Like, no, I, number two gets paid a lot of money. Yeah. I love to be number two, bro. You know what that's, I'm saying? But, like. That's something very unique about Giannis's approach. Because I remember when people were on his fucking head when he said KD was the best player in the world um, last year in, 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 um, during that series. And, um, and at that time, you know, that was a very valid argument. I wouldn't say KD's the best player in the world now. I think, honestly, like I said, I think it's Giannis. But um, he said, you know, just a few days ago, he's like, the, the best player in the world is the last guy standing to me, and it's Steph right now. Like, you know, I, I think that's how he views shit. Like, like, who is the last guy standing? Who's the, the, the guy who's, you know, p- performing the best in the playoffs? I think that's who he views as the best player. I don't think, I don't think he, re- he views himself as like, I have to be the best. You know what I mean? He just wants to be the best him. And I think, like, if I'm him, that's like that's fine. That's a, that's like that's such a healthy way to yeah. approach it. Where like you know what I mean like I'm just gonna be the best I can be. The best he can be is the best player in the world. I don't give a fuck what he says. I mean I do care what he says. I like Giannis a lot, but like also Giannis, you're wrong. You're yeah. the best player yeah. in the world. <laughs> See, you know, Steph Curry, top five best players in the world. You the best player in the fucking world. You know what I'm saying? But uh, but yeah, I, I mean yeah, I, I I think he feels that way. Like he. He's like, yo, KD's the best player in the world. I saw KD put up 60 right in front of me. That's the best player in the world to me at that moment. And I think him being the second or third best player, it's not a bad deal. He, he understands it's not bad. There's nothing bad about that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, like, most, yeah, most, most people like him don't. Don't understand yeah, that. Like, like they got on his ass during that series too when he was like, yo, we're feeding Middleton when it's crunch time. He has been great this postseason when, 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 you know, shit's coming down to the wire. So we're giving him the rock and people got on his ass about that. Like, he doesn't care about that narrative bullshit. Said, you have to be the alpha and, dog or Batman Robin shit. He doesn't give a fuck. And he said all of that and then still dropped 50 in a fucking game. Decided, you know <laughs> right. what I'm saying? Like, and still made the biggest plays in the playoffs for his team, like, to win the chip. So, like, you know, it's not it's not preventing him from being the best player when he needs to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just really weird how people approach that. But yeah, I think he's I think the way he approaches is super healthy, and that's abnormal for somebody that is that good. Yeah. As someone Which who I think obviously is what you said, to, Mike. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. Well, as someone who obviously had to work a lot to get that good because he was a fucking <laughs> he was the fucking skinny he was a slender man when he got to the league like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's, right. it's, it's um, like like um, y'all ever seen that one clip when he was like, "I've been down before, bro." Aaron Aaron Fredo's doing the playoffs. <laughs> he was like, "The only yeah. place to go is up." Call himself out. Yeah, right, right, right. But at the same, but it's like like you said, he wasn't he didn't set out to be the best player in the world, John. It's like he was literally just trying to secure visas for his family so they could live in the country they've been living in his whole life without worrying about the immigration police. Like you know what I mean? Like that's literally what his basketball goal was for the first several years of his career. Like. So his level of happiness, like what he needs to be happy, is so much lower than most greats, right? Like, I think if Giannis made it to the, you know, like, you know, made it out of the situation he was in and had a regular life, he'd be one of the happiest people on the planet still because that's just Giannis. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of players that are great. Like, you know, if they didn't make it to where they're at now, I mean, I couldn't see Brian being happy with being, you know, Chris Middleton. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, 
You know what I'm saying? Like, it's as great as he is. The LeBron James of Chris Middleton. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, he, Bron, Bron the LeBron like James that. of LeBron James. Right, 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 Chris right, Middleton, right, yeah. right, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If they would, as, as great as Chris is, he still would have been like, you know, he probably would have been like, there's no, it's just, it's just different ways of approaching life. Um, I saw the movie Smiley yesterday. Spoiler-free review, please. Would you like a spoiler-free review? Yes. Okay. I don't mind spoilers. Well, go ahead. I, I, I feel like there's a. I feel like the whole shit of this shit is why are they smiling? Though? I feel like you know what I'm saying. Like I don't want that to be spoiled. You know I mean, what I mean? think Mike. I think Mike already spoiled it with the tweet. No, 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 no. I didn't. But but uh, I thought the, it was just, okay. 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 I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. No, I didn't. I didn't spoil. And I, I didn't spoil anything about. It, but I will say the reason why people are are smiling is the, the extent to which it's answered. It's answered pretty quickly in the movie. Mm. Okay. In a sort of a traditional horror movie, there's not like a there's no there's no reveal there particularly. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, it was fun, man. I, the thing I tweeted yesterday was I wish I had, like it's just one of those movies that I feel like I see horror movies like this every now and then where you're like I wish I was a teenager when this shit came out <laughs> and I've seen it at like. A theater with my high school friends and we would have been like <laughs> acting super ignorant and fucking stupid during the movie because <laughs> it was just like fun and creepy it, it definitely like it definitely took itself too seriously at, in the frame you could tell like the pitch for it was probably um the women's version of get out mm. that was like the horror of everyone telling you like not taking you seriously when things are going wrong for you like gaslighting you telling you to smile you know all this other stuff but there wasn't a way for them to end that analogy, you know, what I mean? to land the metaphor. So it, <laughs> it kind of turned into a different movie at the end. Uh, but it was fun, man. I, I, it was it was wild to me because I saw it in a theater and like people had their kids in it, which which is not like I mean, I like horror movies a lot, but they had like eight and nine year old kids in it. which was like <laughs> you, You're making it harder yourself. <laughs> You know, I mean, you're the person. You're the one who has to raise this kid. Right, 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 right. (laughs) The consequences of that, you know what I'm saying? That's a great, I didn't think about that. Whether it's a sociopath or (laughs) them not being able to sleep at night, you have to deal with the consequences. So, How old were you guys when your parents started letting you watch horror movies? Or when you did start watching horror movies, whether you're allowed to or not? Like real real horror movies, obviously. I never had my, my parents stop me, like. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, but, you know, when we grew up, it was easy as hell to watch horror movies. Like, they would come on fucking syndication TV, you know, this time of the year, right? Like, Nightmare on Elm Street would be on fucking, you know, Fox at, like, 10 o'clock at night. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. So, right. It's, it's, it's almost impossible, I think, to, to have stopped this. I mean, you had to be around your shorty y'all. If you had a, comp- a, a TV in your room or you could get to – you was watching TV after your parents were asleep, you know what I mean, especially during around this time. Like, it was – shit, I mean, that was all that was playing. I miss yeah. that low key. I miss, I I miss not having access to certain shit. You know what I mean? And I kind of miss like, cause I mean, when like certain movies would come on, like oh shit, you know, like I haven't seen this in hellas, you know. And then you could, I I, I miss, I kind of miss that. But yeah, I, I don't, I, I I thought, I think like, I it was kind of impossible at a certain point. I mean, I couldn't watch the, like if I want to watch the R rated one, like the actual, you know, VHS and shit like that. I didn't have access to that, but. Yeah, I had the ones with the the, the bleaked out bleeped out curse words and whatnot. Um, I think I'm I'm you know none of us are like old people yelling at clouds like the world used to be so much better. But I but I'll I'll stand by that the physical limitations to media was better. Mm -hmm. Like kids when we when we were teenagers, 
we cared more about music than teenagers now care about music. Because when you got, you had to get it, right? You had to acquire it, and then that object had, and this is how human brains work, it had a significance to you that you, you can't really replicate that. You know what I mean? So I do think that there were some advantages to, to stuff like that, even though the, everything that comes out now basically is better. You know, like TV shows, movies, like all that shit's better for sure. Um, but I do think it was better, like, when, when you would, people talk about this with Blockbuster all the time, but there's so many experiences like that when you would go and you'd get to choose a thing <laughs> as opposed to like, well, Netflix says I like this shit tonight, you know? <laughs> but the experience, too, was like, that was something we shared. Like, it was an exciting experience for the family. Even though Blockbuster was like four minutes away. There was one on every corner, like a fucking McDonald's. You know what I'm saying? Like, we would go there. We spend 20 minutes, like, interacting. What should we pick? We have three right. movies all of us can pick. We'd all communicate and figure out which movies to pick. That was a fun experience. Also, like, you know, there's, like, people talk about the sneaker games, whatever, but, like, the sneaker game, like, you can't, you can't get certain sneakers anymore. For me, it's more like the conversations I'll be able to have with people that really were all the way tapped in that was really fucking with sneakers. Mm -hmm. You know, same thing with, like, music. Like you said, like, with Big L, like, you had to go out and get Big L's album. You know what I mean? Like, that shit wasn't, like, out rappers like that. So if I knew a motherfucker right. listen, we could really tap in. You know, there was a there was a genuine connection with, you know, when you... I could you know, physically, if I liked something, I could physically pass that enjoyment of something to right. you. You know what I mean? And then if somebody liked it too, there was generally a connection between the two. Like you could, you could, you could have a. I could have a. a I knew I could have. A, if somebody had particular sneakers on, I knew I could sit down and have a real conversation yeah. with that motherfucker about some certain shit or certain certain music to listen to as well. You know what I mean? It's it's kind of different now, which I think it's good to have access to all that shit like the, the shorties and like. But like, I loved when like down south music was down south music. Like this, the, like you know, New York uh, uh, drill shit. This shit sound good, but. I like Chicago drill music much better, and I liked when it, I would. I like the times when Chicago's music was Chicago's music, Atlanta's music was Atlanta, Texas music was Texas music. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, like I, don't know. I mean, you know, they talk about like if you talk about Long Beach and Southern California, like the G funk sound stuff. Like that literally just came from like what available instrumentation is there. You know what I mean? It like it, it was almost like a physical resource. Like, oh, people in Hawaii are better at cooking with these types of foods because they only grow in Hawaii. You yeah. know, it was like, well, we have the shit that makes this noise. <laughs> but not like, so that's what our music is coming from. Like, and it's like access is cool, right? Like ASAP mixed a bunch of different shit when he came out. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, a lot of a lot of Houston shit, a lot of Memphis, and he's Bro and he's from well, I think he's from Brooklyn or something. Or is he from Harlem? He's from Harlem. Harlem. But anyway. That, that's a nice little mix, right? But for the most part, like, it's not a lot of people like that. Most times, it's everybody just sounding the same now. Like, a nigga from New York sound like Atlanta. So I think we don't get the same mix of, like, the same, like, you know. For sure. It's more homogeneous and heterogeneous, you know what I'm saying, as far as, like, the, 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 the music, the, the type of music we get now. But Shit know. is homogeneous as fuck. I agree Hom with you. you um, homogeneous? Is that how we would say that, actually? I don't know. It would be I say homogeneous. I, I say I homo like, homogeneous. <laughs> well, but it means, I mean, it is, it's yeah. funny. We say homogeneous, but it, it is, uh, it is, it's the same root as homosexual. Or anything. Right, right, right. You know right. what I mean? So we just pronounce it that English. way because English is stupid yeah, as fuck. Yeah. yeah. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. 
That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. And the NFL Week right on Monday night with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. One of my favorite things about FanDuel is picking my favorite props and building a same-game parlay. It's perfect for tonight's game between the 49ers and the Rams. I'm a big 49ers fan. Anyone who listens to this show knows that. Uh, I'm definitely going to take them to win uh, and cover. I'm going to take the uh, the player props for uh, Jimmy G's over on passing, which I'm sure is pitifully low. I'm going to take some touchdown scores and so many more exclusive bets like both teams complete their first pass attempt. And with FanDuel's new live same-game parlays, you can continue building SGPs even after the game has started. There's no feeling like nailing a same-game parlay bet, so lock in your bet today on FanDuel Sportsbook. New to FanDuel Sportsbook, get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 with promo code JNJ. That's promo code JNJ, J-A-N-D-J. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 
Disclaimer, must be 21 and over in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable free bets that expire 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG. Um, you, guys, you guys both were uh, huge fans of the Freddie Gibbs album? Yes. Loved it. It's immaculate. Loved it. Have you tapped in yet, Mike? No, I'm going to listen to it today. Tyler, go ahead. It's great. I mean, like, I've, I've said before that Freddie Gibbs is on, like, an all-time second act run for a, a rap artist. I think that there is, if, if you look at Freddie Gibbs as an artist, if you look at his discography, there is before Pinata in 2014 and after mm-hmm. Pinata, right? Mm-hmm. And that run that he's been on after Pinata with Alfredo, with, um, you know, Bandana, with, um, you know, this album, it's, with, with, with Freddie, it's it's just been you know with with Fetty with 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 Spit and Alchemist too like it's just that been was a crazy. yeah it's been a ridiculous run and, and like I said it's one of the best second acts we've ever seen in rap history for sure. There is before two before I mean after Pinata I thought Pinata was like maybe like a, you know what's it called lightning in a bottle you know what I'm saying where like he just caught something and but he kind of felt that out and then moved forward. It's like every album has been a little better. This mm-hmm. album was probably the biggest leap to me though. I mean, as much as, like, the other albums were, were great, I mean, and they were perfect albums. I don't think he's dropped a bad song since Pinata. Like, that's, what, eight years of music without dropping a bad song? And he's fucking rapping on rapping. every fucking one to, like, like, capital R. You know what I'm saying? Like, for real. So, I mean, like, but this album to me is just like, okay, I've shown y'all, you know, that I deserve to have Ross on my album now. Or you know what I'm saying the, the, with these, these features, he's, you know, he built up to you know the, the the like on some on some like doing shit with like currency and his homies and shit and Alchemist and all that to do like a more commercial album this time. But he didn't do it in a way that felt like he sold out at all or or, or switched up the formulas. Like yo, I'm bringing them to my world. You know what I'm saying? Like I love it. I think it's a beautiful album. All those fucking features, I didn't know how to make it mix, make it make it gel. You know what I'm saying? Like with all those producers, like I mean, and then he did like the little like. Bro, no, nobody's like clamoring to have DJ Paul in the feature, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But like that shit went crazy. Yeah. Right after a totally like, right after the uh, was it rap, rapid vision rabbit. that is like a very just, introspective yeah. like. I mean, this one, this this nigga that has a life totally different from mine, right? Is saying like what what the, what, what what do you say like uh like I, all the, talking about all the heartbreak he dealt, yeah, but yeah, you know some, what I'm saying? Some but things broke my heart, my but vision. it fixed my vision. Yeah. But that, bro, that's like, a bar. Who, who, who can't relate to that? Yeah. Who can't relate to that? You know what I'm saying? Like, I think the things with me personally, the, th- the things I've learned from most have been heartbreak. You know what I'm saying? Or like, you know, uh, mistakes. But yeah, man, it's just like, bro, like what what he's been able to do over the last, well, that's, that's eight years has been special. And I think this is like, this is like the the, the culmination of all that work. Uh, and and it, it is beautiful to see. And I, and I love, and I loved it. And, and also we saw like maturity when he was talking about Jeezy. I think, uh, Tyler, you brought that up in the group chat. You know what I mean? Like, We've seen the growth of them, and, a lot, and, and, and especially with a lot of these young cats, and this is just one the heartbreaking thing about rap, they don't, don't get a chance to like be like, you know, I fucked up when it came to Jeezy. They don't make it to that, you know, at that, that point when they could be able to say that. So it's, it's beautiful to be able to watch his career. But there is, like, he's lived two totally different lives within rap. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, and, and, and both of them were great. You know what I'm saying? I'm a huge fan of the second one, though. The second act, you feel me? For sure. Before we get out of here, can I share with you my thoughts that has occurred to me from spending too much time by myself over the last 48 hours? What's up? 
So you know, there's like a theory. You guys have heard of like NPC theory or whatever. You know, there's this like there's these like sociopathic ideas that like you know, or it's, it's kind of the same as simulation theory. There's these sort of like sociopathic ideas that like you're the only real person in the world or like whatever else, right? I've been yeah. feeling that way since probably three. <laughs> Everybody's yeah, an like, alien, and I'm an experiment. That's what yeah. I've been. That's so, what I would tell so myself. Some or some shit like that, ain't? Isn't that what they call yeah. it? I think, but yeah. Um, solipsism. Solipsism. But uh, okay, one of those uh, a branch off that tree of thought is that uh, history did not actually happen, right? That like the world blinked into existence a month ago or however long ago, and the people here, like we all have our memories intact, but these things didn't actually happen. Have you heard this? Yeah. No, but that's interesting. Yeah, I, okay. I mean, I, I don't I believe actually, it at all, but I love the thought. Yeah, I, I actually had that <laughs> thought, like, hi, like, okay, I know I was a third grader once, but can I really prove that, you know, right. I was a third grader? You know what I mean? Beyond my memories. Right. You know what I mean? So. This is why I was a philosophy minor in college, because it was like, I could spend a whole day thinking about George uh, George Barkley saying, uh, prove that the world doesn't stop existing when you blink, you know? <laughs> it's like, you can't do it. <laughs> so uh, the thought that I had was, I, I don't believe those theories, but, the, but I, they're just like fun to think about or whatever. But why did pants have so many pockets before the cell phone was invented like cargo pants were extremely unnecessary <laughs> like what were we using cargo spot. pants for in 1994 but but if you think about a base pair of jeans in my left pocket i have my keys there's five in my in my here. right pocket i have my phone and in my rear pocket i have my wallet why that feels correct doesn't it that you have like the three things you walk out of the house with every time and you have like three or four pockets. Why do we have so many pockets if the cell phone hadn't like been invented cosmically or something, but not in physical reality? Carbo makes no, and just like, I could, I could see that though, like, cause just fashion wise, like who just wants to add pockets? Like that doesn't make a lot of sense. Right. You know what I mean? So was one of them for trash? Like in 1965, what was the what was what was the nah, other niggas was littering in 1965, nigga. Wasn't no trash. <laughs> niggas was throwing that shit on the street, motherfucker. <laughs> Wasn't recycling and litter, anti-litter. That shit was in the 80s, was not early 90s. Not nah, it was. It just feels to me like pants were invented for 2022. For and and maybe there's something else coming that's going in the other rear pocket. But it feels like they were invented for something that didn't yet exist. It was also, the overwhelming feeling that I had. I don't know a single person that likes to use their pockets. Like, I don't, most people I know don't like having shit in their pockets. You know what I mean? Like, when I, I don't sometimes even want my phone in my pocket. Here, I'll give it to Rada. She can put it in her purse. Like, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, the wallet is all I really need and the cash and the right back joint. And I, other than that, I don't want nothing. In these, these front pockets aren't even really for use. They just, you know what I'm saying? So, really, you only need two pockets. I, I, think, I think it's maybe? just I think it's Can just for, change, for fucking maybe? aesthetics and symmetry purposes though, bro. Like, 
Like, who the fuck? Look, like, I'm not wearing no jeans without no back pockets, dog. <laughs> you, you ain't, that booty gonna be looking jeans, good, dog. dog. <laughs> Just, that, them jeans is cut for the booty to look good when they got no pockets on it. That thing gonna be looking nice. Sit, you feel me? But, uh, but also, it would be really weird, and maybe our brains are telling us this because we've been, we've been you know, but it would seem weird to not have front pockets. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, even though I don't use them shits for damn to nothing, I hate using them. Ha- buying The thought of buying pants that are just naked, just no, <laughs> just pockets, no pockets, you know, just Dino, nothing. No it, feels, it feels raw. <laughs> you know what I mean? Nigga, ain't, where the pockets on this motherfucker? You know what I'm saying? Like, even though I barely use them shits. That's interesting. But was the phone then invented to fill the other pocket? No, but the thing is, though, you, know, you still don't need cargo pockets. For the fucking phone, bro. The phone ain't who 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 throwing the phone? What crazy person is throwing the phone by their knees so that motherfucker can be swinging? No, no, no. Off, no. I'm, saying, I'm saying like in my in my front pocket. Like I'm wearing um I'm wearing uh like good workout shorts right now. Pocket, pocket, rear pocket, right? Keys, think, phone, wallet. When I'm going to the store. Honestly, a lot of niggas was hands in their pocket niggas back in the day, bro. I think I think we've lost that as we got older. We have the phone in our hand because there's a fucking phone in there now. But yeah, you know what I'm saying. But yeah, you have the phone in your pocket, or you have your phone in your hand. So you ain't walking around with your hands in your pockets. You know that even people that pose, like taking photos. Remember people would pose with their hands in their pockets. If nigga yes. do that now, and I'm like, nigga, what the Tyler, fuck did you used to pose with your hands in your pocket? Yeah, I was for sure. Uh, yeah, I was a hand of yeah, yeah. Hand of my mind, ass. 90? Yeah. Hand, and, and sometimes you had just had a thumb in the pocket. What do you have? The thumb yeah, might be hanging out or the yeah, had yeah, to. Had it the just thumb was never with the phalanges. And then with the hands on the outside. Yeah, yeah. The thumb was never with the phalanges. You can't put your whole shit in the pocket. You're a fucking weirdo. <laughs> you put the thumb in there alone, or you put the phalanges in there and just had a thumb swinging. You know what I mean? But a whole hand in the pocket ass nigga different, bro. You know what I mean? So all right, yeah. this, I, I don't know who that that segment was for. One person who's gonna tweet at me on Monday and be like, "I've been researching." <laughs> Aliens and pockets and phones. <laughs> I've spent my whole life <laughs> trying to answer this question. I don't know, bro. This is the shit and that we're gonna I think invite about that motherfucker just... on the pod. <laughs> yeah, come on if the that, pod. If that person's out there, they're First coming on the pod and talk about that research <laughs> for sure. All right, that's all the time we got. Uh, we'll be back on Thursday. Hope the start of your week goes well, and we'll talk to y'all soon. Bye. 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 Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. 
Exclusions apply. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store.